0: Welcome to Broker to Broker, brought to you by AIM, the Association of Independent Mortgage Experts. If you haven't listened yet, Broker to Broker dives into the nitty-gritty of the mortgage business by interviewing independent brokers and loan originators just like me. Hope you enjoy the show. Today's episode is sponsored by EPM. EPM is passionate about helping their clients succeed. From the very beginning, they set out to be different from other companies. Their diverse team of experts working in a collaborative entrepreneurial culture bring fresh thinking and creative solutions every day. They live and breathe their brand's mission and vision. EPM is all about empowerment, and through it all, they will continue to offer top financial service, communication, and assistance to the communities they serve. Get connected today by logging into the AIM member portal at brokersarebetter.com. Welcome back, everyone, to another edition of the Broker to Broker podcast. My name is Mark Summers. I'm the broker owner of Priority Mortgage Lending, along with the AIM president of membership. Today, uh, it's kind of funny how, you know, paths cross in many different ways. Obviously, we're all brokers. Yeah, we all kind of, you know, we help clients. We do that. We do what we're supposed to do. But how I met this man right here, and I would say we've become pretty, pretty decent friends here, was through social media. It was it's it's a long story, but it's funny, but I'm glad, I'm glad I met him. Uh, you know, I follow him all the time. Now he's doing great things. Uh, so today I'm going to be interviewing the broker owner of Homefield lending, Dario Madrano. Dario, thanks for joining us today.
1: Thank you, Mark. Thanks for having me. I've been uh, a big supporter of AIM for a while and I'm glad,
0: uh, I'm glad I made the cut. <laughs> Everyone makes the cut. You know what I mean? But no, it's so, it's funny. So just a little background on this one. I was, I was going through and, and I, I saw I saw one of Dario's like TikToks, Instagrams, or something like that. And whenever anyone's talking about business, I immediately gravitate towards that. But then when you start talking about being a mortgage broker, I'm like, oh hold on here. I gotta I gotta really listen to this guy right here. And then you reached out to me and said, Hey, did you just watch my video? And I'm like, Yeah, and then that's kind of that's kind of how it all started. But we'll get into all of that stuff because I know you're, you're, you're crushing it on social media, which is, you know, I think more people have to do it. It's the easiest way, in my opinion, to get out there. But first off, you know, let, let's talk about your background because I love hearing people's background and how they translate over and how you use your background to to be successful. So give me the background. How'd you get started in this crazy industry?
1: Uh, well, I was a college baseball player. Uh, Where'd you play? baseball University of Rhode Island. And you know funny story so i i worked my tail off to get to the division one level i got there i came from a uh a juco in florida um long story short i ended up having to sit out a season that season i sat out uh i auditioned for a reality show got on the reality show this is during college i was probably 20 at the time my senior year um And it was like the next four years, I just traveled the the world, not the country, Colombia, Thailand, like all these different countries and was on the show. And it really introduced me to personal brand, social media, like, you know, at the the highest level, right? Because this is like a nationally televised show. Um, But I was always into business. So as I progressed and matured, I knew that I wanted to get into real estate. Um, I moved out to LA was around some big, big, big guys on the, on the, on the agent side. And I just didn't like it. Didn't like it at all. Uh, someone had mentioned, Hey, why don't you do loans or mortgage? And I, I didn't, I always make the joke. I didn't know there was a T in mortgage when I got licensed. (laughs) Um, so I came back to Vegas, got licensed. And then, uh, I went to go work for a big retail shop, uh, a big retail company, like a top five lender in, in Vegas. Um, they have a good name but as far as development training i learned nothing I, I i didn't i didn't know how to read a purchase agreement i was there six months closed no business no support um just literally nothing um so i had to make a decision because i knew i wanted to stay in the business but i had no leads and that's what a lot of new loan officers struggle with how can how can i as a new lo develop a skill set when i don't get opportunities i don't i don't get at bats so i left and went to bank of america which is the best thing i could have done um, they gave me leads. They gave me support, terrible back end, terrible process But I got to work deals and, um, was there two years, went to an AIM conference 2017, uh, here in Vegas, which was easy for me to get down to Bellagio, saw Matt Ishbia speak and that's it. And I still have his business card in my wallet from that day, what, five years ago. Um, and I never looked back.
0: Started shop. I could have went to work for a broker, but I didn't. So you just started your own broker shop, basically out of the blue, cold turkey. Yeah. So what? Why? So was it was it Matt that made you like say, okay, I got to go wholesale? Like, what made you want to go wholesale all of a sudden? Because, in all honesty, for someone who didn't know there was a T and Mortgage when you started, I'm just I'm just busting your chops here a little bit. Like, what 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 attracted you towards towards the wholesale channel?
1: Um, I. I've always felt like a leader. I felt like um, I, could, I could correct things that were flaws in the system at B of A. And ultimately I wanted control of my of my business long-term. Going independent for me, this isn't for everyone, but for me, I don't wanna write free approvals at 45, right? I'm, I'm 29 years old now. I knew the key to scale was gonna be going independent controlling my margins, controlling my products, controlling my people, like in how we do things, and ultimately selling the asset if I want to or giving it to my kids. You can't do that if you're not independent. You can grow a team. You can have a book of agents. That's great. But I didn't want to continue to do the same thing 10 years from now. So um, hearing that on stage, like he made mortgages cool. It was, was, and I remember uh, I would watch him speak at, I think it was 2018 and 2017, He we went to both, 2018, 2019, and just how he would speak about getting loans, and like, just the overall business, it was a very, like, it was appealing, it was attractive, and it was, um, you know, he's, he's he has a sports background like me, so at Bank of America, and at, at these other retail companies, it's kind of a grind, you know, and when I jumped to wholesale, the grind kind of got removed, I, I started to
0: enjoy it a lot. That's awesome. So you started you started up home field lending. Where where did the name come from? Home field? Baseball.
1: Um, home field lending where you have the advantage. That's where it came from. Actually, my girlfriend came up with the name. Um, and yeah, she knows I'm a big sports guy. So home field, you know, when when a team's playing at home, they just seem to do better and
0: I, it kind of works. So um, and then tell me tell me about your shop here, real quick. How many yeah, obviously been open for about a little over four years ish uh close so to five whatever years, you want to say two years. I, oh two I years started in
1: 2020 um, which was a crazy year so I, I i made the decision to leave may of 2020 rates were already down but nevada it's like i i tell a lot of guys that want to start shops here it's like you try to get a license in nevada to start a mortgage brokerage it's like it's like you're asking to sell drugs that, that, that's what the state was like <laughs> It, it, it was literally a seven 7 month miserable process. Other states aren't like that. But when I made the decision in May, I didn't actually start until September 2020. So we're just shy of two years. Um, I got four guys here. I am, you know, I hired three loan officers. It didn't work out. Like I'm learning a lot. I didn't know how to balance fees. I didn't know how to deal with title companies. I didn't know how to sign up with investors. I'm talking, I knew zero and and. You know, I try to shed light to all the new guys. Like, you can do it. Like, I did it. I knew nothing because of the support that the wholesale channel provides, which people really don't know. They don't know that they're gonna. There's guardrails up all the way through funding. You know, like you're okay.
0: Yeah. So I mean, that, that's a great point. Like, I'm, I'm as we're filming this right now, and and audio and all that good stuff. I'm going through an audit. And literally, my auditor told me you're 100% wholesale, like broker. I said, yeah. He goes, man, these lenders have it down to a science now. You're, you're gonna be fine. You know what I mean? Just like, it, like he just told me that. So I like, you, you always feel good about that—that that you have guidance in every aspect of it. And also, you know, especially now with everyone kind of slowing down a little bit, even though we we got to ramp up. You know, AIM's here to support you. All everyone in our industry is here to support you.
1: Yeah, and we feel it. It's it's not just like, yeah, oh, we're gonna talk about it, and you, no, no, like. You know someone asked me i posted a video today someone's like hey how do you sign up with a lenders like do you have to reach out to everyone i'm like dude go to aimgroup.com they have a list of investors it's like super easy you sign up with all of them and like whoever you want to
0: work with they're right there perfect perfect now i do have one question do you can i ask this what reality show you were on
1: yeah no it's fine it's called the challenge so it's very similar to the amazing race was the that challenge MTV the challenge on, oh yeah, yeah it's been on for it's hours.
0: you oh my god dude i, I don't I watch that show all the time,
1: yeah I don't talk about it much on social because (laughs) I I I do feel like it like kind of dilutes the professionalism. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. I I've always felt like it's a fast, but it is a part of me and it's a special it was a special time in my life and it was awesome. I did nothing like regretful. Like I can you know, we laughed watching it now. I didn't do it, I didn't fight anyone or anything crazy, but um yeah, it was pretty cool, man. I got to I got to do a lot of cool stuff at a young age.
0: That is that is awesome. It's it's funny. That's like that's like mine and my wife's guilty pleasure right there is watching that show. But, anyways, we'll we'll get past that. But well, a lot, but
1: a lot of people, Mark. Here's the thing. Another thing, on Instagram, I have a massive following. Right, that following primarily was from the show. When I started TikTok, I wanted to prove to myself that I could grow a a, a page or a channel, whatever, um, without any of the past stuff. If you go on my TikTok right now, literally everyone has mortgage that follows. It's like, I have 20,000 plus followers of mortgage specific. It's like, and it, it made me feel good to like watch this evolve because there's an appetite for it and it has nothing to do with the channel. Sometimes people will think, well, he was on a show. That's why he has a following, but if, go to TikTok. I don't have one video talking about it. So it's all possible for any industry, any professional, any age, you just got to commit to the volume.
0: Yeah, no, and and I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, going into this, I mean, you know, I've I've watched that show. I followed you not because I even thought you were on that show. I didn't even know you did reality TV until we just until we just spoke. And and I, I followed you for your your TikTok. So, you know, yeah, obviously kudos to you. You 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 could have used that, but you didn't, you proved it to yourself. And you listen, and we're gonna get into that right now with the social media stuff because you're killing it on social media. Like your your content is genuine, it's authentic. It, it really hits home on many different levels, whether you are a borrower or whether you're a broker like myself or a newbie, it doesn't matter. So let's get into this. So what's your, so you, when, when you're doing the social media and you're a big TikTok right now, right? that's where your yes. main focus is. What, when you go into it, what's your approach? Like, let's start there. What's your approach?
1: Uh, well, first things first, the, vid- every video I make, I, it has to be engaging enough where the person stops. So like, A lot of times uh, when people create content, they try to make it so perfect that they will start the video and it's it's an intro. And the problem is that's not stopping them. Where if they edited that video to just start in the middle of their conversation, but still give enough hindsight so that they know what the the content's about, it will actually stop the audience. So the first thing is, hey, like how can I make this video super engaging? And then other than that, dude, I let it fly. I'm like, I've gotten clients, we do a good amount of business from TikTok leads. And I think it's because I'm genuine. I'm just like, Hey, this is what it is. You know, um, I, I I just let it fly. I'm just me, you know? And, and and like, I don't, I don't, there's a lot of, this is how you, you know, 5% down on an FHA loan. And that's great, but that's everywhere. And it's dilute, i oh, not diluted, uh, it's oversaturated. And to be honest with you, like I can find that anywhere on my feed. Someone explaining what an FHA loan is. You know what they're not explaining? What it's like to be a mortgage broker and what I'm doing daily and my conversations with the borrower, overcoming objections. The real. That's what people want,
0: and you know, I try. I try to just kind of show my life. Working no, it's people. perfect. So, like, so this is a question I have because, like, when I have, and I'm, I, I've, I've said this a million times when I do these podcasts, I get selfish here. Okay. Sorry. I'm just going to, when I, because it's my business too. So when I, when I sit here and if I focus on social media, like, yeah, I can do stuff. You know what I mean? But for some reason it slips my mind. Like, do you, are you always thinking like, okay, this is something I can post is like social media at the front of your mind when you're going through your daily business. Is that something like I need to do to change?
1: Uh, For me, for me personally, because it's my edge. Yes. Um, but Uh, I make it a point to like shooting two videos takes me five minutes. Now I I understand it may take someone longer than that, but you're never going to develop a a more efficient process. If you don't do volume, it's all about volume Uh, and TikTok right now. Like there is not an easier platform to get attention. That's why it's so funny to me that like, there's a lot of people on Instagram, dude, Instagram's gone. Okay. Like scaling on Instagram. I'm not saying you can't, But if you really want to grow a following, TikTok, you'll do it overnight. Instagram, it's this, like, methodical, long process. It's just not great. I have it, but if you look at the volume between TikTok and Instagram, I'm all over TikTok. And it's because that's where the attention is. Like, it's, it's massive. It's just a massive opportunity. If I told you to post content on Instagram four years ago, cool. You were in before the train took off. Now, like... And people could disagree with me, but if someone were to sit here and they're like, "Hey, I want to do social media. How do I create a following?" I'm saying, focus all your attention on TikTok. If you want to take some of the videos and put them on Instagram, do it. But I'll get you 10,000 followers on TikTok if you just stick to a 6-month commitment.
0: That is awesome. Okay, so you're so you're you're going down the road of TikTok here. So, you had to develop your own brand. Like how one, how did you develop that? And two, what advice would you give to someone who's trying to develop like their way in t- you know, in TikTok or social media?
1: Um, well, brand is who you are, and I think um, when you tr- when you steer away from who you are, you try to like, you know, be this like I I don't know I don't know I I I feel like my brand it's easy for me to kind of exploit that because I'm just acting as if I normally would. Um, like for you, you got kids, you're going to baseball games and you do mortgages. Like that's who Mark Summers is. That to me is interesting. Like seeing you at a baseball game, maybe it's not talking about mortgages, but like it's you as the person, um, there's not a lot of people willing to put themselves out there and that's why the ones that do have success. So, um, as far as building a personal brand, I think, think less of like molding it and more of just being authentic and being you and just letting it flow. Whether that be, like, I sometimes will have a thought at Chipotle and I'm like, I'm going to shoot this. It's it's kind of that, like, off the cuff. Um, You know, if you really want to get serious, then, yeah, you could have, like, a content schedule and really, like, hone in. But there's not a lot of mortgage brokers that are 29, so I feel like I have an advantage because I'm in a unique spot. And it's kind of unfair for me to just tell someone, like, to do what I do because they're not me. So I think what makes you unique is you or whoever, um, you just gotta be willing to put it out there and you don't have to show everything,
0: right? Like I don't show a lot of stuff, you know? So, so do you, do you keep a content schedule or are you just more or less like, this is who I am? By the way, I love, I, I love the fact that you said your brand is who you are, not who you are not. You know what I mean? So I absolutely love that. But like, so what's your content schedule look like? So every Wednesday
1: I have, uh, like a two hour block where I'll shoot content, right? Whether it's on my phone, I have a camera. On Sundays, if I have ideas, I usually will write different ideas for different topics. As you start growing a following on TikTok, a lot of people are gonna ask questions in the comments and directly to you. I will pull the questions and lately I've been answering two questions a day and those are filler videos. Like, you know, the way that I look at it is I'm giving myself an opportunity for a video to go viral every video I post. So why would I only give myself an opportunity once a month, you know, like you, you got to be in in the trenches frequently. One takes off, your following takes off and look at all the opportunities. Like I've met a lot of people at UWM. I, I have investors that I, for some reason, didn't answer me when I first tried to sign up with them that like are commenting, Hey, do you have an AE at Plaza? Like I'll email you. And then on the other hand, people think TikTok is like five-year-old girls dancing. I'm like, I have AEs, grown men in their 40s, commenting about getting us signed up with them. You know, like, it's as legit as it gets.
0: That's awesome, dude. I love that. So I love the fact that, you know, like from, from my standpoint, I get to see what you're doing, how you're doing it. There's there's a couple that stick out my mind that I'm not going to get into, but you, I can see your side of the business because, you know, I'm always trying to better myself. But how do you translate this now into consumer direct marketing? Like, how are you, do, do you have a number of how many clients you receive received from social media or how do you turn that into deals? Let's just say,
1: it. yeah, the biggest thing we're seeing, and this is for me as a, as an owner, from a recruiting standpoint,
0: I, I, I get
1: three to four emails every day from loan officers across the country that want to join the company. It's a massive recruiting tool. Like, you know who people okay. are going to want to go work with the people they see. I haven't figured out like the, I'm a, one, I'm old school at heart. I love guys like Anthony Shea. I love guys like Dan Gilbert. I love, of course, Matt HBF. I believe that consumer direct is the way I'm moving my business away from agents. Um, I, you know, I don't think there's anyone in the broker community. That's truly like super consumer direct focused, And that's a, that's a, that's some that's what drives me every day. So it's hard because the, from a recruiting standpoint while i'm getting a lot of loan officers that want to come work for us these aren't guys that fit my culture my culture is you know uh in-house loan officer on the phone we're doing deals volume so for the right broker who wants loan officers that are remote almost like a senior lo that goes out and gets business great um TikTok is amazing because if they see you they're going to want to work for you and there's a lot of brokers leaving are a lot of LOs leaving retail. But from a consumer direct standpoint, like a deal-to-deal transactional, I'm not seeing like crazy amounts of volume. If it was just me as a loan officer, yeah, it's enough to like do well. But I didn't start the company to be a loan officer. I started the company to have like a massive impact at scale. And I'm just using the social media stuff to build my brand and and figure out consumer direct. um, Both like
0: PPC, SEO, like internet leads and social media a little bit of both okay well no i mean but but for 5 minutes a day just uh you know do your thing and be you just basically you're being you just it's just videoed i mean to get 8 to 15 deals we'll call it 15 deals that's that's well that's that's your roi and that's pretty good my man
1: yeah it cost me nothing it cost me nothing you know um and ultimately too like there's other opportunities when you when you when you build a brand online i could teach people how to start their own shop like there's a need for that in our industry there's really no one out there that's like hey i'll show you how to start a mortgage company in 60 days and you know the lo's that want to do that they can pay they can pay a good buck for it so it's like i don't know i've met a lot of people uh that i wouldn't have met so while from a transactional standpoint i'm not going to sit here and say i've done 90 deals from TikTok. it's created other avenues that bring a higher
0: revenue long term for me as a
1: as a business owner
0: that's perfect that's perfect well you brought up a word here because i i see it on your tiktoks i mean i'm a follower I, I'll, I'll tell you that i'm a follower okay <laughs> uh but with that being said you know you brought up scaling right and then that's that's part of your stuff is you is, is you want to scale your business and grow your business so you tell me why is scaling important to you why is growth important
1: um i've always wanted a large organization and some people like you really want to manage that many people you know i don't know i feel like if for me personally i could have went and you know under like the the branch manager model had a lot less risk no licensing costs i spent so much money to get this thing up and running we're licensed in eight states i'm from day one i've wanted to scale and i think it's just it's a matter of impact like i i I know what Bank of America did for me. They gave me an opportunity to work deals and I wanna do the same thing on the broker side. And it's unrealistic. And this is a huge problem in the industry. When someone gets licensed and they join your shop or your company and you tell them to go network with agents, dude, they don't know what they're doing. Like that's not a reliable way for that guy to develop or girl to develop, but you know how to develop them is to get them on the phone doing transactions. And that's what keeps me up at night. How do we get people that are new get them into our company, develop them, get them closing transactions, consumer direct. And if they want to go out and work agents and do the the older model, they can do it. But an agent who is only going to get paid when that deal funds, for them to trust a new loan officer is crazy. And we have loan officers in our industry that just don't know. And then I guess the alternative to that is the broker owner that is, just trying to recruit LOs that have been in the business 20 years, but they're just recycling the same old LOs. There's no new talent. The only way we're going to grow as a channel is if somebody can give these guys opportunity at a basic level, you know, like, Hey, here's how you take a 10.03. I'm going to get leads in front of you two years from now. You want to start your own team and do your thing. I got you. But there's no entry point, or at least there's not a viable one right now.
0: Interesting. Interesting. So tell, tell me about your, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to veer here a little bit. Tell me about your training process. Like how long does it take for, if, if you're a green LO and you come in off the street with you, how long is it taking you to get comfortable and be prepared?
1: Uh, probably three or four months. I use everything. I use Zenix. I send them out to success track. I'm involved. Um, I think the hardest part about being a broker owner is wearing all the hats. You know, it's, it's a lot. I'm the marketing guy, the payroll guy, the HR guy. Um, but yeah, three to four months, I got a guy that was completely green. This guy knew nothing um, and he's processing all our deals. And I think as a broker owner, um, I stopped looking at new people in the industry as an expense and as an investment. Like he may not be great now, but six months from now, he'll be good. And guys like Anthony Casa, like I just follow guys that have had success in the industry that I know um, are, really understand the craft at a high level. And Anthony Casa is like, he's another reason I got into it. He understands development and like long-term vision. I just think, um, you know, if we can crack the consumer direct model, I mean, that's the future. You think 20 years from now, Aunt Judy, who's a realtor, like it's, the customer is deciding who they want to use. And they're deciding on the internet. They're not deciding in Aunt Judy, the realtor's car, like what lender they're going to use. It happens, but it's less. It's, It's a lot less frequent,
0: you know? That's amazing. I love it. I love it. Um, so, okay. So you're, you're growing, right? So, and and you said you've always wanted a big organization, which is great. So at the end of the day, when, when Dario's sitting on his mountaintop, looking down, what, what do you envision here? Like, what do you see as I did it? I I hit my goal. Like, is it amount of employees? Is it nationwide? What is it? You gotta have some sort of plan.
1: Um, yeah, definitely nationwide. I want to get into everything. Mark, I'm crazy. I want to get into servicing. I want to. I want to. Like, I'm just a curious mortgage geek, and um, I love the industry. Like, even even the whole. You know, I don't want to go delegated and deal with underwriters. The first step, like we have on our board, we want to be a, a top ten lender. Top ten lenders gonna do twelve thousand units a month or more. Okay, that's a that's. We don't do a hundred. Okay, we're we're far off from that. But um, I think twenty years from now alongside being nationwide and having like my foot on the pulse for every different channel in the mortgage business i just want to have an impact because i know what it was like to be in the crowd at an in-conference and have a guy like matt you know if matt didn't have the company he had would the impact be as large like i think he has such an impact because of like how how large he took it how big he thought and it, that's not for everyone, you know, I'm 29, I'm not married. I have no kids. Like I got, all, I'll run all day, you know, like I'm, I'm here. So I, I, I think just growing the large organization, having an impact and, and, and showing people that, you know, you can be a loan officer and overnight have an asset, like a legitimate asset, not just a cell phone with a couple of realtors in it.
0: That's awesome, man. Yeah, no, I, I'm telling you, you know, like I've, I've spoke to many people across the nation and they say, Oh, I want to grow this. i want to do this, but I can see through them pretty darn fast. Sometimes, you know what I mean? I, I can't see through you. I think you're going to, I think you're going to crush it. I mean, like you, you got all the makings, you got all the makings to do it. And, and, and I know you're going to rely on aim. You know what I mean? So for, for anything you need. So I'm I'm really looking forward to this. So, you know, I trust me, you're you're a busy man. You probably got some TikToks to go do or something like yeah. that that I'll watch later. But you know, to kind of close this out, I want to ask you one more question. You know, uh with, with you being in the business, you know, I'll say a little bit newer because you've only been at five ish years. Oh, oh definitely. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's 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 one of these things like and and, and I also coach and a lot of these kids see me now and, and I'm getting old, but you know, they're they're kind of starting careers and they're coming to me asking me, you know, if they can work for me and you know, how do I get into this? And I'm telling them I'm like, listen, if I can do it, anyone can. Seriously. If and that's how I truly feel. But you know, with you being new and what's one advice? So let's you're in Vegas. We're coming to Vegas soon. You're coming, right? Oh, I'll be there. Oh, yeah. Okay, perfect. All right, just want to make sure on that one. But with that being Absolutely. said, let's say I let's say I give you the stage, you know what I mean, and you're up there and you're talking to everyone what's one piece of advice that you would give to someone with what you know now and where you're going? Like, what's the, what's the one big piece of advice that you would give?
1: As far as going wholesale and becoming a mortgage broker,
0: just being successful. How about that? Being a successful mortgage broker.
1: Uh, One piece of advice is, and I'm kind of stealing it from Matt. Um, He talks about if you make a mistake and you fix it fast, no one cares. Uh, I, there was a point in my life where I was always seeking mentorship. I was seeking advice. I was seeking guidance. um, And it really led me to have a lot less confidence in my own decision-making and my own ability. And I see that a lot uh, with people. So if, if, if I was starting all over again, I say just go for it. Okay. And you're going to learn as you go. The best coach you can possibly have is a coach that is there to support you but lets you play right i'm a celtics fan we're in the finals jason tatum <sighs> right the coaches aren't holding jason tatum back they let him play and, and through the ups and downs you become a better business person a better loan officer a better realtor a better father whatever it is you learn through action um i i'm seeing just a lot of like hey i need advice i need this um go for it you're going to learn as you go and you know, like we, we did direct mail. I never, I had no experience doing direct mail. I lost a lot of money, but I learned. I learned. And now going forward, like I'm a better business person because I took action. I fell, but we'll keep moving forward. So I think taking action um, and just understanding that even the failures aren't failures, they are lessons.
0: You're going you're gonna to have them. Sorry, I I, I, that I Go TikTok too. Go to TikTok. So Guys, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have to start up a TikTok page now. Damn it. I always said I wasn't going to, but... I'm going to now but with that being said no I echo everything you're saying like people how can I say this if this goes out to everyone listening it's don't be scared like it's whatever we do it's not going to be perfect you know what I mean like and and, and people are so concerned and I did it when I first started with aim when when, when I helped this get off the ground you know it was like I did videos I I'm telling you I did 10 11 12 sometimes 20 takes but at the end of the day no one knows that I messed up only I did you know what I mean and I was my worst critic and here's the,
1: here's, here's the beautiful thing about social Mark Summers, which you have a TikTok, but let's say Mark starts posting videos tomorrow on TikTok. Let's just say the beautiful thing is no one knows you. So you shouldn't give a damn what the videos look like. And for me, on Instagram, there was, you know, even though I'm an outgoing guy, there was some insecurity that I had. And I don't know why about posting on Instagram. TikTok allowed me to say, hey, who can judge me? No one knows me. And what do you know? following 5, 10, 20,000 followers. Um, and it's it's because people can feel the, the authenticity. So for anyone who's new, who's thinking about jumping into social media, try a new platform like TikTok because if you're insecure on these other platforms because you're worried about what people think, well, nobody knows it. So it's a, it's
0: a perfect opportunity to just let it all out and, and see what works, see what people like. See and, and the thing about it is like people will like you just because you're doing it you know what i mean like they want to see that that authentic person they want to see someone who who mumbles and stumbles a little bit who's not perfect and, and a lot of times they don't even catch that so no that that's my thing today is just go go get on social media no one's going to notice the difference
1: the opportunity in our industry like i'm going up against like 55 year old ben in idaho who's been in the business 30 years like why would a loan officer go work at his company when I'm freaking the Vince McMahon of mortgages? Because people know me, people know me. So if you're the owner, like I I think there's a massive opportunity on the recruiting side because dude, people know who you are in Florida. Like there's going to be loan officers that come knocking on your door. I don't have a, you know, a budget to give these signing bonuses out. Like I don't, I can't do any of that. You know, I just gotta be me and hope that they believe in the vision. That's
0: awesome. That's awesome. I listen, I, I'm gonna tell you right now, I was really excited about this, uh about this Thanks interview. Um yeah, no, I was really excited about it. It's weird how we met and, and kind of connected, but know. that's what it's a, so that's what it's a,
1: all I'm about. I've been a fan, I'm telling you. Katie Sweeney, I've never met Katie Sweeney, definitely gotta do that. Um, but I've been a huge supporter of AIM. Like AIM is right alongside Matt Ishpiel, with why I got into it. Anthony Casa. Like I I remember the day that I DM'd Anthony and said, you know, thank you. Like on a, on, on a small scale, like Anthony's also a, a massive figure because he's okay putting himself out there as well. And we need more of that in our industry. Otherwise we're not growing. We're just, like I said, we're cycling the same people. We gotta, this industry is cool, man. Like it's fun, it's, it's, it's a fun business and you can make a heck of a lot of money.
0: That's awesome. Well, I appreciate your time. I know you're a busy, busy individual. Thank you I for know having this- me. I know I had to push some things around to make this, you know, you had to push some things around to to fit my schedule. So I appreciate that. So once again, man, I appreciate your time and, and brokers, if you want to get caught up on all of our past podcast episodes, please head over to aimgroup.com backslash broker to broker. You can listen to all of our broker to broker podcasts on iTunes, Spotify, Google podcasts, anywhere else where you can get podcasts. Uh, Do me a favor, subscribe to it, rate it, leave us a review. It helps us get the word out there that brokers are better And Dario. You're one of them, my man. Once again, thank you for your time today. I appreciate it, Mark. Thank you for having me. Brokers, are you looking for the best resources to succeed? The AIM member portal is your one-stop destination for everything you need. Submit and track AIM escalations for high-level loan issues. Join the referral list, change AEs, and obtain exclusive discounts. And you'll have access to over 50 AIM lenders and vendors. Don't wait. Sign up today at brokersarebetter.com.